Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to What the Fuck is... Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. I'm not going to start again, but I'm going to cut it from here. Okay, okay. ready? <sighs> Starting with a song. In the words of Santa. Slay what you want to slay. And let the last slay, slay. <laughs> slay. I want to slay. I want to see you be slay. But not S-L-A-Y-S-L-E-I-G-H. Obviously. Obviously, because it's Christmas. Yeah. Welcome to What the Fuck is Happening. <laughs> End of the year episode. Maybe the last one of the year. Maybe not. Who knows? Um, yeah, recap. Our end of year wrap up slash Christmas episode. Woo! I'm Nick. I'm Maddie. I'm Chelsea. Yay, Chelsea! <laughs> I feel like we should get through them all before the end of the year. We didn't need to. <clears throat> Maybe I was saving them. <laughs> um, our elephant in the room this week is that. There's a topic that I forgot to bring up last week. Oh, my God. Um, and that's simply Tenok Huerta's bulge, Namor's bulge in Wakanda Forever. Oh. I thought that that I had we already, already addressed it. Yeah. No. Unless there are some <clears throat> new bulge developments. <laughs> so this was allegedly a set photo. Oh, yeah. Wow. Bulgy, bulgy. Yeah. Wow. And then this was the final movie. No bulgy, bulgy. No right. bulgy, bulgy. How interesting. Yeah. Did the can, – can I see the – the set photo again. Oh, okay. That's that guy's elbow. I'm like, why is his butt such a weird shape? <laughs> It'd be <Bulge>. popping. <laughs> um, and there was this I was huge... like, they just took the bulge off the front and stuck it on the back. <laughs> there was this huge controversy during the week because everyone wanted to know why Marvel would get rid of the bulge. We want Wakanda forever the bulge cut. Um, <laughs> is this like Cats the butthole cut? I can't think. Yeah, I totally know what that. Oh, cat! I thought you were talking about Cat Valentine from the show Victorious. Oh, yeah. And I was like, "What's Cat the butthole?" That doesn't seem Nickelodeon appropriate. But then it was Dan Schneider, and he made those kids do some uncomfortable things. Yes, because when I'm talking about cat, I'm obviously not talking about a cat. No, (laughs) well, if you weren't specific reference, you so you were talking about TV show 2019 cat from the 2000s. You're talking about Cats 2019 starring Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yes. Cavity. Um, yeah, sure. It's like that. Um, and so someone interviewed him this week oh. and like got the final answer. And the final answer is that the photo on the set photo is photoshopped to look bigger. Oh. Oh. But they did make him wear tons of underwear to like, you know, flatten it out like they do with Superhero suits. Yeah. So they made him wear tons of underwear to um, kind of Tuck tame him. the beast kind of thing. They do that with women um, in model photo shoots. They make them wear shapewear so they don't have, like, fat pussies. Um, <laughs> that – why would somebody Photoshop him to have a bigger bulge? Why not? For fun. Slightly uncomfortable. They were whiny. 
<laughs> over fake bulges. How do you know that he didn't Photoshop it? So true. If he did it, that's fine. You do. So you. yes, his bulge was tightly under wraps, but tightly it wasn't wound. edited out. Um, unlike Richard Madden in Cinderella, that they had they did have to edit around that. <laughs> Um, Just in case anyone wanted to know. <laughs> we've talked about it before on the pod. Okay. I don't remember that. But Anyway, let's get into the end of the year sheet. Okay. We are going to talk about some things that happened this year. Oh, are we? Honestly, I don't even remember the beginning of the year. Me either. It's just a blur. Everything since so 2020 has just been the same year. So true. Period. Dot. Let's talk about the new queen of quiz mice. No? Who? Have what? you not been seeing all of the bullying of Camilla Cabello? No. No. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Sorry. No. I... Oh, my God. You guys are fucking fools. <laughs> the entire culture for the past two weeks has been about bullying. The entire culture. The entire culture for the past two weeks has been about bullying <laughs> Camilla Cabello mm-hmm. because she's doing the, um, you know, that vine? No. Welcome to my kitchen. I have bananas and avocados. Oh, I didn't. Making fun of like how some singers, yeah, play with the pronunciation of words to sound quirky and different. There's like a clip of Camilla Cabello singing this one Christmas song she did, and she calls Christmas quiz mice. (laughs) So she's the new queen of quiz mice, and Mariah Carey is the queen of Christmas. So So now I have to play it. Am I connected to the? No. You said we continue, <laughs> so we continue. <laughs> and moving on to our next story of the night. <laughs> Ow. Okay, this is the Camilla Cabello saying Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's definitely not as bad as you've made it out to be, but Quiz it's also moist. not great. <laughs> what do you mean it's not as bad? People call it crisp moist, quiz mice, quiz moist. <laughs> And this is the vine. Welcome to my kitchen. We have bananas and avocado. Sounds exactly <laughs> like what it does. <laughs> That's who it was making fun yeah. of. <laughs> but anyway, so we have a new queen of quiz moines. Wow, so exciting. Yeah, I think if she j- just put the T in, it would have been fine. So true. Well, she made like a self-referential TikTok about it, so then it's not funny anymore. Uh. <laughs> like when Leah Michelle killed it. <laughs> started making jokes about not being able to read, then it's no longer funny that Leah Michelle can't read. I think it's still funny. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, that is proof, but Leah Michelle making jokes about it is obviously just trying to cover up the fact that she can't read. So true. Obviously. So are we recapping the year or what? We're recapping the year, but I have a fun little game to play first. Mm-hmm. And this game is each of us are going to give each other a gift, but it's like a metaphorical, like not real gift. So okay. like a verbal gift. So you, you start. So for example, my gift. <laughs> you didn't even come up with anything. <laughs> I did. I gift Maddie. Oh, God. An apology for being late all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. And I give Chelsea the gift of (laughs) being an official, unofficial third member. (laughs) And I give myself, (laughs) I give myself forgiveness (laughs) for giving myself a hard time about being late all the time. 
Who wants to go next? <laughs> um, it's like Thanksgiving. It's giving Thanksgiving. <laughs> so lay, faggot. <laughs> You've not seen the other two, have you? No. Okay. Um, Maddie, go. For context, I gifted Maddie an apology. <laughs> Perhaps she has some things to apologize for. I did think about it, and then I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> Fine, I guess I will give Nicholas the gift of also an apology of not doing the homework that he sets me for the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that, Maddie. Um, Chelsea, I give you the gift of overriding Nicholas's gift and saying, welcome to being an official co-host of <laughs> What the Fuck is Happening, the podcast. That's a cop-out. She didn't give you an original gift. It's better than yours, though. You should feel offended. <laughs> Are you going to gift yourself anything? Oh, um, no. Hot. <laughs> Talk about someone who has it all. <laughs> what are you gifting us? Oh, all right. I'll gift you. Can I do a joint gift for the both of you? Okay. <laughs> um, I An apology that. for being absolutely terrible at organizing anything we ever do together. Oh, bless. Hers was a real one. <laughs> <laughs> so was mine. <laughs> I didn't believe it, though. I- <laughs> I didn't notice, to be honest. This <laughs> yes. was a non-issue for me. Same. <laughs> but thank you. Well, I'll give myself the forgiveness for being hard on myself. <laughs> nice. Love it. Love Good. it. Anyway, so Maddie sucked at that. I. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're all closer as friends now. Yeah. And any animosity from the past <laughs> episode is gone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like, what did I see with Leah Michelle? Okay, so you know how Leah Michelle is best friends with Jonathan Groff? No, I don't know that. Okay, well, she is. He's also an actor, been in some great stuff. Um, she was did an interview recently where she was like, yeah, my best friend Jonathan Groff, he's gay, and like 10 years ago um, he confessed to me that he'd never seen a vagina. So I, I showed him mine and like this. opened it up and showed him all the different things. And everyone was like... I don't know that that is normal for two friends to do. I'd show you mine. Yeah, I don't think it's that but weird. But would you, like, open it up and... If you wanted to see. Interesting. <laughs> that would kill a Victorian child. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'd probably have to be, like, you know, I've had a couple of shots to do it. I wouldn't just, like, yeah. lie down so and be like, here's like my pussy. <laughs> well, that would be non-consensual. <laughs> I appreciate it. But, like, if you had, like, a burning I don't know if it would make us closer, but I do feel like it would educate me. But, yeah, but, like, additionally, you could just look up a picture online. Yeah. And not that porn vaginas are representative of the general No, but I'm sure that you could still find some more representative pictures. Like, there's plenty of homemade porn and stuff like that. Exactly. Not the amateur porn hour. <laughs> well, it's either that or this amateur porn. What's your go-to porno? Threesomes. What's your go-to porno? Um, go-to. You don't. You don't really watch porn, do you? Occasionally, but I wouldn't say I have a go-to. Mine's just like if it's trending, I guess I'll just watch it, see what happens. Wow. On what Pornhub? Yeah, usually. Wig. What's your go-to? What's yours. That's too personal. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, what's you my the other day asking about to see everyone else's screen time and then not being willing to share your own. <laughs> I was. You just never asked. I want to know. See it now then. Okay. <laughs> I don't give you permission to share it on the podcast. Well, then I don't care. I'm moving on. Ah! We'll do it after. <laughs> anyway, um, so now I think, do you want to do a recap of the Wait, what should I do, Porn? We didn't move on from that. Yeah. Or should we maybe do Apple Music Replay slash Spotify Rap? <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas. Um, mine is 25-year-old schoolgirl and 50-year-old English teacher. <laughs> 25-year-old schoolgirl? What? Dumb is she? <laughs> I don't judge. I don't judge. If it takes someone seven years extra to, to graduate high school. How many videos so out funny. there on that? A few. <laughs> the I'm original and six sequels. <laughs> the original and six sequels. <laughs> okay, well, it's currently quarter to six, so we've got to get a hustle on. Moving on for well, real. Do you want to do the music or do you want to do pop culture moments next? Uh, well, we're going to have to pick one or the other because we have 15 minutes. Yeah. We can do both. Oh, my God. Let's do music because it's here and we're ready. Okay, we've got our raps and our, <coughs> and our music replays. Uh-huh. Of course, nobody actually really cares that much about other people's things. But I think the excitement and the joy it brings someone to share (laughs) their music taste is enough that I enjoy when other people tell me about theirs. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Typically, every other year, Maddie and I have guessed each other's. Yes. We can still do that, but I really don't think there's any world in which you or I guess Chelsea's top musician or top song. I absolutely (laughs) agree with that. She could probably guess ours. Because, you know, I... we voice our opinions. <laughs> wow. All right. Chelsea no, 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 no. on the inside. Like, unconsensually, we, yeah. we force our opinions on people, I should say. Mm. You know what I mean? I honestly don't even know if I could be able to guess Look, yours this year, though. As much as you guys do do that, you are really testing my recollection skills. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fair. For <laughs> um, music that I may not particularly enjoy. So fair. I think yours, Maddie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is probably I think your top artist is probably Taylor. Yeah. I think your top song is probably not Taylor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I want to maybe say it's like a TikTok song or something like that. Numb little bug. Interesting. Or something like that. Um, You're actually but, vaguely on track. It might be that girl from American Idol. Her song. Yeah, yeah, it's not, but that was a good guess. Um, or other end completely, it's something from a musical or a Disney movie. Yeah, it is something she, that's you, on you like a like playlist we don't talk that you about, listen to all Because the, the only one I would think would be like uh, <coughs> Encanto, but you don't like We Don't Talk About Bruno. No, I only listened to that like twice. Uh, what was the one from it that you did like though? Um, I don't know, but it's not that. Because like a year ago it was Let It Go for like the 15th year. <laughs> it was. That's um, true. It wasn't Let It Go, it was Into the Unknown, um, actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so that's my best guesses. That's actually pretty, Ballpark. you're actually, the Do vibes are correct. Do I have any for you? I'm trying to think of like something that came out this year that's like Lady Gaga Ariana Grande y. Yeah. I, I, I'm not, I cannot think of any gay anthems <laughs> this year. <laughs> uh, homophobic. <laughs> Maybe it's fucking Phil Collins. You don't know me. Uh, you do know me. Not <laughs> um, but I also... Okay, just guess maybe top artist. I mean, it's you... Oh, God. 
Yeah. I think your top artist is like an Australian band. No. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Like some like obscure alternative yeah, indie band. Much. Yeah. 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 So quacky. Well it's, it's <laughs> who are you? It's um, indie pop, no, not so. who are you. What do I guess? Do you not want to guess my top artist? No, oh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Did you guess my top artist? No. Carly Ray Jepson. <gasps> so true. Yeah. That's what I'm guessing. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's either that or it is like a Lady Gaga. There's been I think like six or seven songs this year that I've had nonstop on repeat. Mm. mm. So it's kind of as much of a surprise to me. Did Lord or um, Lana Del Rey or anything have an album this year? I don't think. I don't listen to Lana Del Rey. Really? There you go. Huh? That's not true. Oh. I like Norman fucking Rockwell <laughs> and I like um, Born to Die. No, not Born to Die. Um, yeah, I never really got into Lana. Oh, what's that album that's got some really bangers on it? Lana. It's not Born to Die. It could be Hayley Kiyoko. I don't think so. Lust for Life. Yeah, she hasn't really released that many new things. No, she had okay. a new album come out recently the that I really liked. But the Lana Del Rey album "Lust for Life" has <laughs> "Love," "Lust for Life," uh, "13 Beaches," "Summer Bummer," "Groupie Love." Um, yeah, and that's pretty much it. And "Beautiful People," "Beautiful Problems" is these are all phenomenal songs. So fair. <coughs> okay, let's yeah, get on with it. Ones I listen to. Um, Who's going first? Nicholas, I would really I want to know. So I should go last okay. oh. to build anticipation. Okay, fine. in the words of Dr. Frankfurter, <laughs> anticipation. Okay, Chelsea, do you want to go first then? Yeah, yours is Artist? the most exciting because we don't we don't know who they are. <laughs> We're not going to know who they are. Yeah. Okay. So okay, go. It's Penelope Scott. No, I don't know who that is. I was in her hot top one percent. Is that the girl? Is that the girl Iconic. with the pig nose? Jesus. No. <laughs> Penelope. Penelope, yeah, from the movie. <laughs> so I was oh. making a pop culture reference. Oh, I didn't. Um, get Penelope, it. what what type of music did she do? Uh, like indie old pop, pretty much. Nice. Um, I'm sure you guys would know like parts of her songs from TikToks, but oh, okay. Interesting. It's not Bye. the ABCDFU girl, is it? No, that's no. Gail. God. God, even I know that. <laughs> you just call me Gay. <laughs> um, who, what was your top song? Um, top ten. Oh, top ten, Jesus. Top 10. Okay. Yep. Uh, Read out your top ten. And if either of us, whoever knows the most songs from it, or any. Okay. Wins. wins. Okay. Um, okay. Top one was I Love You So by the Walters. No. Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how this got to my second one, but Sugar We're Going Down by Fallout Boy. Okay, I know that. Interesting. Oh fuck, I'm losing. <laughs> um Alien Blues by Wunderbar. No. And Rat. And Cigarette Ahago by Penelope Scott. Oh. That's only five. Isn't that five? Five. I need yeah. ten. I need the top ten. Okay. <laughs> I miss you, Bleak 182. Interesting. I know the band, but I don't know the song. No, um, Teenagers, My Chemical Romance. Interesting. Okay. Again, band, not song. Lots of Nothing by Spacey Jane. No. Again, know the song. And no, no, the, uh, Serotonin the song. by The Girl in Red. <gasps> yeah, I do know that one. I fucking yeah. love The Girl in Red. That's a good song. She, she gives like... um. Girl in Red is is I is. Think you made me listen to an album and then I didn't. Is Taylor songwriting meets Sigrity singing? No, I don't think you liked Olivia Rodrigo enough. Oh, I stand Olivia. Look. I Love don't think goat. I don't reckon you would have listened to enough of her songs. Probably not this year. It's a, the yeah. album's a year old. Is it really? Wow, yeah. interesting. Well, nearly two years now. Interesting. So we Please. knew. I knew one of those songs. So I do. Sorry, yeah, you win. and the last one. Sorry, I just realized that was nine, not ten. Woo! I am the Antichrist. I am the Antichrist to you by Kishibashi. 
It's iconic title. Yes. Um, if I had to guess out of the three of us, I would say you probably listen to the most music. Hours listened. Does that does Spotify rap show you that? Yes. Um, I listened I disagree. To I think you will have. 51,304 minutes. How many songs is that? Uh, I have no idea. Someone did the maths on TikTok and you have to listen to... Um, I saw that. <laughs> like 130 hours of music in a year to lose Spotify money. Yeah. Yeah. And if I that's if you have premium. Also listen to 30,000 minutes of podcasts. Interesting. Heck. Interesting. Interesting. Huh. Um, it doesn't tell you how many songs you listen to. It just says minutes. It says that I listen to, oh, shit, um, 1,337 songs, but I don't know if that's different songs or songs in total. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, read us out your top ten. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. If mine's fucked up again this year, I'm gonna be so mine, mad. Mine okay, very sorry. interesting. You're gonna hate you're gonna hate Are they me. half you're gonna hate me. Instrumentals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, number one is a song called My Love Will Never Die by um A G featuring Claire Wyndham, which was from a TV show. What show? Um Lucifer. They featured it in an episode. So that's 140 plays and Cardigan by Taylor Swift, which was what I thought would be number one, was second. And it's only 135, so it's only five plays less than my number one. Then Keep Driving, Harry Styles, all too well, 10-minute version. Um, <laughs> a, a, um, what? Um, an instrumental from Pirates of the Caribbean. Another instrumental. <laughs> from? Um, mm, an album. You won't know. The, the artist is called Succession Studios. Another instrumental from Bother Bear. <laughs> oh, iconic. I Drink Wine by Adele. Family iconic. Line by Conan Gray, interestingly. And then another one from Succession Studios, another instrumental. So, I Drink Wine is iconic. Did you see the music video? Yeah, I did. It's so very good. Very, very iconic. The budget. <laughs> so true. Um, okay, so true. hours and songs. Um, it says I listened to 100, well, sorry, 1,595 songs. Um, and I listened to 610 artists. What um sorry, what were your top artists? Taylor Swift, number one. There you go. Oh, yeah. What are your top five? <laughs> um Harry Styles number two, Succession Studios number three, Adele number four, Conan Gray number five. That's there interesting because I feel like I haven't even listened to that. Shall we do mine? Yeah. So what like was the other one you for context, last year my Apple Music replay connected to my family's, so mine was fucked up. This year it mm. sh- Oh no, that's not actually what happened. I didn't have the correct setting on that allowed the data to be shared. Uh, so it wasn't, but now I have it on. So hopefully I've had it on for 18 months now. Love that. Oh no, t- yeah, 18 months. Anyway, so this year should be accurate. Okay, and love it. And if it's it. not, I will kill myself. <laughs> okay. Sorry, there's no ranking. Um, so we want my top five, uh, top ten? Top ten. Top ten. Interesting. I don't think this is counted all of them. But anyway, (laughs) my number one song is All Too Well 10-Minute Version. Iconic. (laughs) Number two is Good Ones by Charlie Charlie XCX, which makes sense. I fucking love this song. Interesting. Third is Mood Ring by Lord. Interesting. Fourth is This Hell by Rina Sawayama, which I thought was going to be number one. Uh, Number five is Happier Than Ever, the edited version without the first half of the song, because I don't like that. Six... 
carrying on from last year is 34 plus 35 remix featuring Doja Cat and Megan Thee Stallion by Ariana Grande. There you go. I fucking love it. It's so fun. <laughs> it's just fun. Okay. Number seven is Justified by Casey Musgraves. The perfect mix of upbeat and like depressing lyrics. Number eight is Oh My God by Adele. Number nine is Can I Get It by Adele. And number 10 is When I'm Gone by Alesso and Katy Perry. Interesting. Which we're not going to mention because Katy Perry is a Republican now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I listen to 766 artists. Interesting. My top artist is Lord. Huh. And my second is Taylor Swift. Third, Gaga. Fourth, Carly Rae. Fifth, Adele. See, that's the problem mm. with, the, with Carly Rae and Taylor releasing albums in October. Yeah. I don't have enough time to make them number one. So now fucking in 2023, yeah. they're going to be my number one. <laughs> See, like, my, my number one song was um, a song that it says here that I listened to the most on the 16th of January, 2022. There you go. Oh, so it's like, oh, but I haven't really listened to it that much later in the year. So fair. Yeah, well, Charlie X, is- Adele, Harry Styles and Lizzo are also in there. Um, Midnight's the 3am edition is my top album. So. Oh, yeah, so, so my top album is The Loneliest Time, Carly Rae Jepsen, because I've played the album in full yeah. 200 times. Well, I don't think it. I don't think it's necessarily about playing the album in full. I think it's like you count each individual song, because I've got 561 plays for Midnight's 3 AM edition. I'm like, that's no way that I've listened through the full album that many times. Yeah, see. Maybe if you just listen to over half. Sorry. My second is Harry Styles, Harry's House, and third is Midnight's 3 AM edition. Or Hold the Girl by Rina Sawayama, five special by Lizzo. <clears throat> Fascinating. Uh, okay, no, I have Super Ache as my third one. Um, the Succession Studios is my fourth. And Annie, this soundtrack, as my fifth. And I absolutely, that's not me. That is um, Harrison in the car listens to that. But he only listens to like three songs from the album. So, so iconic. Definitely must not be counting the full album. I don't think Apple Music shows hours or minutes listened. No, just plays. Anyway. Cute. There were some surprises, some predictable ones. Yeah, Yeah. fair. Like, my top artists are different to my top songs. Interesting. I've got, obviously, Penelope's got at the top, but then I've got Harry Styles, Lord, Spacey Jane, and Panic at the Disco. Goopid (laughs) and Gagged. Yeah. (laughs) Harry, did you like the Harry's House album? Yeah, I did. I listened to it a few times, which must be why it's so So you should be coming to us to the concert. To the concert. Yeah, Sorry, I keep really talking away from the microphone. Money. Because there's yeah. three of us. Yeah. So expensive. Look, I feel like you offered and I was like, oh, how much is it? And you were like, expensive. A billion dollars. Yeah. So I was like, I'm okay, thank you. <laughs> that is basically exactly what happened. Also, Nicholas, we can't do both. It's 6 p.m. Yeah, I know. But I'm just going to read through the list of things. Okay. And then each of us have to claim one. Okay. As our pop culture moment of the year. All right, I okay. will. <laughs> So this is the AV Club's list of which pop pop, pop culture moments you should be thankful for in 2022. Okay. Um, number one is the game Perfect Tides. Two is Daredevil returning to the MCU in She-Hulk. Uh, third is the TV show The Dropout starring Amanda Seyfried. I don't Four is Lady Camden's fake-out uh, runway on Drag Race. Have you guys seen it? No. no. The fact that no one gets up. That's so funny. (laughs) Pretty fucking iconic. That is pretty iconic. Um, The fact that they all just kept sitting there. 
Oh no! Oh shoot! <laughs> Next is um, the Sandman, and it being like an actual uh, good adaptation of a comic book. Um, rom coms making a comeback in the form of Lost City, Fire Island, Bros, Ticket to Paradise, <sighs> Scream, the Scream reboot finally happening this year and being good. That was iconic. Yeah, mostly because of the four D. That's up to Chuck. Yeah, here's the Scream reboot. The Don't Worry Darling press tour. <laughs> that's me. That's Oof. gonna be that's some that me. one's that's, pretty good. That's, yeah. Well the one I'm calling. Um <laughs> Colin Farrell's the Penguin calling Robert Pattinson's The Batman a sweetheart in the Batman. Sophie Cami- Sophie Turner's cameo in De Revenge. Iconic. Oh. I don't even know what it looks like. <laughs> um people thinking the composer from Kate Blanchett's movie Tar is real. Um, uh, I don't know what this one is. Tracy Flick can't win making the case for the sequel no one asked for. <laughs> Matthew Perry's wild stories from his memoir, including hating Keanu Reeves. <laughs> uh, Beyonce's album, Renaissance, which was mm. phenomenal. I feel like it flopped. Um, Duran Duran entering the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. What are we, straight? <laughs> <laughs> and that's their list. I do think it's That's missing weird. some things. Absolutely. I'm claiming the Don't Worry Darling press tour. All right. I'll claim Dear Revenge. Iconic. I'm claiming the Drag Race franchise. <laughs> the whole franchise. For your own. I think it flourished this year. Between Lady Camden's iconic runway, yeah. between Drag Race down under season two being fucking phenomenal after a lackluster season one, um, season the Drag Race All-Stars this year being all winners. So many iconic moments. Yeah. Okay. Such a little time. <laughs> and that wraps us up for the year 2022 it does um thank you so much for anyone who's listened which is not like a small amount like it's a small amount compared to others but like decent we have listeners and that's really fun and cute and fresh and we love you and we thank you for that um will we be back we will we be back we will be back early in the year hopefully well, yes um Same. and i do believe next year we will have more guests yeah. this year's kind of been like the worst year of my life Oof. Maybe not the worst. Maybe like the second or third worst. So that's why it's Jesus. been a bit up and down. Jesus. Just casually dropping that bomb. What? Here's to 2023. <laughs> so like, um, that's why this year has been kind of, um, uh, we've missed some weeks. But we're so close to 100 episodes also. Are we? And I feel like it feels right for 2023 to be the year that we hit 100 in. Okay. We've done over 100 in total, but numbered episodes, we're at like 94. <gasps> Getting close. We are. Um, <laughs> no, I don't. Sorry. Wow, so Christmas. It is. It is. Ho, ho, ho. We interrupt the episode. The regularly scheduled program. For breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> we have a review. We went and saw a film. A Christmas film. Mm. There's a difference. That's true. Ish. Ish? Well, it's not, it's well, not a difference. A Christmas film still falls under the film category. Exactly. It's a subgenre yeah. of film. Well, we've got to be specific. This is a podcast. Oh, my God. Fine. We went and saw a fucking Christmas film. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, we saw Violent Night yes. starring yeah. David Harbour as Hot. Santa Claus. Mm. And I think we all mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right? It was good. Yeah. No notes. No notes. It is what it is. I think Chelsea has notes. Oh, not really. It was just incredibly Long. violent. It was so violent. Oh fuck! If only if, it, if only it was in the name. 
<laughs> right? No, but like very violent still. <laughs> I don't want to brag, but I'm pretty desensitized to violence in in yeah. TV and film. But I audibly gasped slash covered my my Holes. like mouth with my hands many times during I the by the end of the film, every time something violent was happening, I closed my eyes. I was like, I'm overwhelmed. I can't watch <laughs> one more violent act. <laughs> okay, so mild spoilers in the form of kills. You won't know when it happens or who does what or who dies. I mean, to be honest, it's not like there's much plot, so it's not like there's much to spoil. <laughs> true. It's true, but it, it only true... have a pretty typical just like Christmas plot. Yeah. And I found that quite enjoyable. Yeah. Like, just as a Christmas film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the booby traps, the Home Alone booby traps. Oh my god, they that was me out. That was about when I started to close my eyes. Yeah, <laughs> and the final kill, the yeah. chimney one. That was yeah, wild. that was hectic. That was wild. That was a hectic, bra. Hectic, intense. Sickies, very intense. T. Um. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, I mean, the violence didn't really pick up until like over halfway through. I mean, yeah. it didn't pick up. Like the first half of the movie was, was, was Santa healing himself. <laughs> well, but it was still, it was still, there was still violence and it was still equally as gruesome as just by the end it was like, bam, bam, thank you, bam. <laughs> you know, it was like a constant. Yeah, it I was. don't know. It was just very, it was very visceral as well. It was. Like there was a lot of. A lot of blood and a lot of guts. Sounds as well. A like when they hit that guy's yeah. chin and oh. went like. Ugh. It was, it was, <laughs> I think when you think of like hyper violent films now, it's like John Wick is the blueprint. Yeah. yeah. Um, but well, John Blue Wick, John Wick, <laughs> Candlewick goes for um, more realistic. Yeah. Like cut and dry. Yeah. yeah. This is more stylized and more uh, in your face intense. Yeah. You know, for the effect it's meant to be. Yeah. Yes. Um. So if you don't like that kind of gory violence, yeah, not for you. No. Yeah, no, I was expecting kind of just more typical action violence. Mm. Interesting. Um, less well, gory. See, I felt like from the trailer, which in it of itself was quite gory, I was like, it oh, was, if this is yeah. what they're willing to show in the trailer, like the movie must be going to be pretty intense. That's fair. But even so, like, again, I closed my eyes about three quarters of the way through and then mm. just stopped watching it all together so it's still like more intense than even i kind of thought it was gonna be interesting yeah um well more continuous i suppose fair yeah yeah what was they pulled some someone pulled something out of their leg and like this blood just gushed out yeah oh, that was, was that, a nail i think like, that yeah. was the booby trap dude that was the, was the booby that trap one goes of, me out. of nails yeah and yeah and the blood gushed out disgusting Absolutely disgusting. Um, yeah, no, the movie was really, really yeah. fun. It was really fun. It was good. I mean, critiquing this movie on its plot would be like easy, dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To yeah. do. There's no. It's not about the plot. It's about how fun it is and how entertaining. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, no it, it was, was just, just entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Also, like someone who isn't a fan of violence. As yeah, it's hard to. S- Hard to describe, but you know, someone's not as accustomed to violence yeah. in TV and movies would right. come into quite a shock because it's again, it's, it's in the title. I don't think they watch it in the first place, and I yeah. think wouldn't enjoy it at all. Like they wouldn't be able to see past it because it's to so get, like, in your face, right? And but the thing is, I think I love this movie so much because it was quite charming. 
Yes, and I think it was charming because it quite it it, it was very um it was it was very I'm trying to think of the right word. Um, well, like it knew what it was. Yes, but it took itself seriously. You reckon? Like See, it knew what it was, but it took itself seriously. It was very, very. Um, there's a word, and I can't think of the word. <laughs> well, see, I don't think it did. Like, I don't. It's like it wasn't like making fun of itself, but like all of like those absolutely terrible puns and like, um, like the the banter and stuff, horrifically cheesy. But it was like acceptable because they weren't actually thinking that it was good, you know, like yeah, it but was they supposed s- to be cheesy. They still, like, I, I feel like everyone is, like, still committed to it. And oh, they, yeah. No, they are, they committed yeah. to it. Yeah. And not in, like, a fantasy island kind of way. No. <laughs> like, no. they committed to, like, making an entertaining movie, and it was. It was really good. Yeah, and I thought all the jokes and stuff were good, too. Yeah, I mean, they were well. funny, but, was... like, they were tacky. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it was okay. Like, you know, if I'd only done it once or twice, you would have been like, uh-huh, okay. But because they did it so much, it was like, lol. <laughs> it was very earnest. Yeah. And it was yeah. very sincere. Yeah. I went in thinking it would be, like, meta and self-referential and yeah. making fun of itself. And I don't think it was making fun of itself. I think it was no. making fun of other things. Yeah. But it took itself very seriously. And when it came to the heartwarming story about family yeah. at its centre... Uh, it was very serious and very uh, yeah. You know what I mean? No, yeah. The, yeah it didn't but cop then out. You've got the, no, and uh, that's what I mean a by a copy of Heart, Die Hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's what I mean by it was very um. It wasn't too aware of itself. Yeah, does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, some things go a little. It's not too over far. the top meta. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know what I mean though. It's like it's not the heartwarming moments at the end of the film weren't immediately turned into jokes. Yeah, no, yeah. exactly. Yeah, no, sure. I think I'm just used to that in, like, Marvel movies. Yeah. In Marvel movies, it's always... The t- these types of um, action A really comedy. emotional scene, and then it's broken by someone saying, well, that happened. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, that sure. That kind of stupid thing. Yeah, sure. So I, 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 it, I, I really yeah. like that there was actual vulnerability and actual emotion in an action movie like that. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it let itself be serious in amongst all of the... Kookiness. Comedy and the kookiness and the, dare I say, campness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, my definition of camp is something that's ridiculous and embraces the ridiculous, but isn't super aware of itself being ridiculous. Interesting. See, I would say Do Revenge was camp, but it very it much knew that it was camp. camp. No, but it yeah. took itself very seriously. Yeah. It committed. Again, it was very sincere. <laughs> yeah, it committed. And it committed. Something I would say that thinks it's camp but isn't camp is Riverdale. So true. It's like, haha, yes, now we'll throw aliens and time travel in because it's camp and silly and this is what the show is. That's not camp. (laughs) They are too self-aware. They take itself too seriously. (laughs) And because they're taking it too self-aware, it's it's not sincere. So true. It has to have a sincerity to it um, to be camp. other news... David Harbour as Santa Claus can get it. Well, I was going to say... Fucking sexy as fuck. Not to be graphic. But when he got naked? (laughs) No. But David Harbour and the guy who played the dad... Uh. I have two holes. (laughs) (laughs) 
iconic. Um, oh, speaking of the dad, though, was anyone else not wanting him and the mum to get back together? Minor spoiler. I was like, I at the was, beginning, but I found him charming enough that I was like, I want him. Yeah, to be I didn't. Happy. I didn't dislike him enough to be actively against yeah. them. I wouldn't have thought That's it was so a fair. bad decision if they made. Yeah. Like, I would have been happy whether or not they made it that's the happy yeah. ending or not the happy ending. Yeah. I always do. Because of, like, kissed, the, so. the <laughs> lack of context, I wasn't really vouching for it either way. That's really fair. I like, mean, see, he seemed like a good guy in the beginning, but then when he stole all the money and she was like, I told you to stop worrying about all this money and now you're stealing it. I was like, oh, the values don't align. <laughs> it's true. And then they yeah. did kiss before. They kissed before he even um, burned the money. So true. I guess we've but, gone into actual spoilers now. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. But I yeah, mean, it's not that it's not going to ruin your experience to be spoiled. No. <laughs> he was stealing the money to get out of the whole I family suppose. situation, and you know they have a kid, yeah, so I guess you've got to you've got to be able to support them in some way. Speaking of the family situation, that grandmother icon, icon, absolute icon, my new favorite cinematic queen, cunt. <laughs> it was giving cunt in both meanings. So funny, yeah, absolutely. When she her whole intro. Yeah. Her whole in- – literally every single line out of her mouth. Don't iconic. shit in my mouth and tell me it's chocolate, chocolate cake. cake. <laughs> <laughs> Even at the end when – when it, again, spoiler, sorry, but when she found out the son had stolen the money and she was like, I'm so proud of you. I She's was like, like yeah. what a, a queen. Um, yeah, and also wow, the – um, <laughs> <Yeah, literally. laughs> The disdain that she had for her daughter yeah. and her yeah. daughter's boyfriend and everything was so deeply iconic. Actually, I wanted to point out and say that whoever that, – the actress for the daughter – yeah. 11 out of 10 would watch her on anything. <laughs> she so was fair. so good at making a bitch of a character, like, unlikable, but also kind of yeah. still, like, I wanted her to still, you know, come around in the end. Yeah. Does that make sense? It yeah. does. I mean, I, I didn't particularly like her, but fair. I, I thought I she, was she, she was yeah, hilarious. Yeah, she was too. definitely very well done. And, and then I'm with you. I could not tell until the end credits whether or not that was Kim. I turned to Joseph about halfway through and I was like, I think that's James from Twilight. (laughs) Well, I I was like looking at it and I'm like, I think you're right. But then I'm like, maybe it's just like a generic white boy boy face. Yeah, and then I was like, he he came up right at the beginning and I was like, I think that is Cam, can't say his last name. I say Giganday. James from Twilight. (laughs) I also, the only reason he said, I said to Chelsea, he said something with like a really specific inflection that made me go, wait a second. And I think it triggered like a memory from Easy A because he's in that too. Mm. I think that's what it was. And then obviously that's Twilight. And burlesque. And burlesque. Oh, God. Um, Yeah, I could not tell it was him. He looks so different for some reason. I mean, he's the beard. I mean, he's he's an odd looking fella. Anyway. Do you not think he's a little bit odd looking? In a hot way. I think he's pretty generic male actor, to be honest. Mm. Anyway. Too generic. <laughs> None of us could tell if it was him. <laughs> the beard, like, overtaking half of his face was what really threw me off. Like, I just could not see past it yeah, to be right. able to tell. It's called discrimination. He was pretty iconic. His he character was Honestly, every single character was iconic. Yeah. They were yeah, all my favourites. John yeah. Leguizamo also did a great job. Who? John Leguizamo. Is that the main villain? Yeah. Yeah. He did do good. The two ones who, um, by the time they died, 
were convinced Santa was real. Icons. Icons. Yeah. The absolute icons. <laughs> so fucking funny. The perfect bimbo and himbo parent. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> oh, but also, what was that one line? Oh, I know he was stupid, but he was so hot. And I'm yeah. like, wow, I hope someone says that about me when I die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Well, wow. uh, I really liked the mini backstory they gave Santa. Iconic. Yeah. I just don't say what it was, but it was iconic. I thought that was really cute. Loved that they even. And gave they didn't him have backstory. to waste time, like, yeah, us too much about it. Yeah, but they also didn't like explain how he became Santa. He became Santa. I know. Yeah. I Loki was kind of. Oh, actually, no, that's a bit of a spoiler. <laughs> I'll. Tell I mean, you we've already said that. The son steals the money, and this, that's really the only kind of. Oh, my one was about Santa. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I'll wait. Um, yeah, I mean, there's not really much else to say about the movie. Not really. But, um, it was good. If you good. are okay with violence, extreme violence, mm. then you should see it. Yes, I think next year when it's on home video and streaming, I think it's going to be one of the um most popular Christmas movies of the year. That's fair. That's really fair. It was because you know how on like iTunes and shit at this time of year, it's always like, uh, yeah, what's the Will Ferrell one, Elf, The Grinch, mm. yeah, uh, Love Actually. Yes. I think it'll be up there with them. Interesting. Yeah, because well, I think it, it has the potential to be a classic Christmas movie. I would yeah. agree with that. Yeah, I'd say definitely. And easy for. to rewatch. Mm. So easy to rewatch. I'm already keen to see it again. Keen because um, um, it's it's like got the good makings of a classic Christmas movie, yeah. but still. Aside from maybe like Die Hard, yeah, it's own almost like subgenre of yeah. like violent Christmas movies, yeah, for yes, you know, older families. I agree. That don't want to rewatch the the children's Fair. movies. I would agree with that for sure. I feel like they were very much like let's make Die Hard, but without the discourse of whether or not it's a Christmas movie, <laughs> 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 because it very much is. Yeah, it's literally Santa. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, and it's such a sexy Santa too. By the time this review comes out, it's gonna be like, <laughs> it's gonna be what? It's gonna be next weekend, right? No, it's gonna be the thirteenth. So you have two days to get to the cinemas before Avatar comes out, and they are really, really busy. So go do that and see this film. Mm. No one cares about Avatar. I think a lot of people care. I about think Avatar. I think they do too. Yeah. Ugh. Unfortunately, I mean, Idiots. I'm gonna go see it opening week in 3D. Is there an? Are they doing, like, regular screenings or just 3D screenings? It's about half and half from what okay. I've seen. Ew. Yeah. But all of the primetime ones are 3D. So all 6.30 and 7.30 showings. Ew. Why? Yeah. Because James Cameron is a fucking one of those. <sighs> is, an is he a visionary? Madison? Yes. An artist. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> he pushes forward the genre. That's a visionary. Mm. The genre. Sorry. The. Um, I mean, I think he pushes it forward, industry. but I'm not sure he has vision. I reckon. I don't know if you can push it forward without having vision. I guess, I guess, maybe, I suppose. Anyway, it doesn't have to be. It's a good very vision. much the only reason. <laughs> it's just a <laughs> vision. <laughs> it's it's very much him forcing theaters to throw it, show it in three D. Disgusting. I also am mad that it's three hours and twelve minutes. Uh, yeah, I fell asleep in the Matrix Resurrections, and that was only like two hours and two and a half hours. Yeah, so you're gonna go see it and let us know what you think about it. I'll let you know. To be honest, I thought this movie tonight was too long, so three hours and twelve minutes. I was gonna say I could cut ten minutes off the section where he's um stitching himself up and nothing really happens. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I would agree with that. 
There was a lot of setup too, which felt fine in the beginning, but then by the end I was like, oh, we didn't need to keep this pacing going. True. Um, to wrap it up, the whole time the movie was going, mm-hmm. I couldn't stop the feeling I had that for the dad character, the Jason, uh-huh. mm-hmm. that I had seen his penis. <laughs> <laughs> and you have. have you? And this is why I asked about the boys, because he's in the boys. He plays the invisible guy in season one. Oh, oh. so you have seen his penis. So we have seen his penis because to right. be invisible, he has to take all his clothes off. Yeah. And in season one of the boys, he's actually captured. Right. So he goes invisible and, un- and uninvisible. Uh, right. You see his weenie weenie. Yeah. Yeah. And when he's in the bathroom, right, you see him. Don't you remember when he's I in, don't the, I just remember he's the, in the, um, the girl's bathroom or whatever? Yes. Yeah. Yes. He uses his powers for bad. He. They're, they all do. Yeah. Pretty he, much. He um, sneaks into a bathroom completely naked and invisible. And then. Ew. Uninvisibles himself. Ew. Gross. I think kudos to him for going nude on screen. Yeah. yeah. The boys is intense. Yeah, it's intense. I can't watch it for particularly long periods of time. I find it to be quite a lot. I've had to watch every season in two sittings. Not sittings, two group, two lots. I can only really watch like an episode or two at a time. That's bursts. I watch probably half of the season over like two weeks. Oh, yeah. And then I wait eight months. <laughs> yeah. And then I watch the other half of the season over, like, two weeks. Yeah. Mm. No, no, I can. Can relate. Oof. Mackenzie yes. is also taking a break at the moment, so that tracks. But I, my reason to keep watching is for Chase Crawford. So. Okay. Good one. Cute. Back to the normal episode Back now. Back to the wrap-up of the normal episode. Schmexy. The next movie we have to review for you guys is hopefully Megan. Oh. When yeah. does that come out? I think really early January. Interesting. I could be I'm keen. I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll absolutely... Now that looks camp. That looks camp. (laughs) Maybe we'll absolutely hate Avatar and we'll have to record an impromptu session over the next, like, month. I'd be possible. Who knows? Okay. Back to you guys in the past. Sexy. And that's that's that. That's that. Cute, fun, fresh. We will see everybody in the new year. Yeah. Thanks, Chelsea. Who, who, yeah, who knows? Maybe Chelsea will be a permanent host next time. (gasps) Maybe. Do you want to? Yeah. Don't put the pressure on her Sorry. on the air. Sorry. Oh, my God. Don't make a decision okay. yet. So, yes, thank you. Um, And thank you for listening. So what the, the fuck, fuck is happening? The, the podcast. podcast. This year. Bye. Bye. <laughs>